Welcome to the Rock Your Purpose podcast, home of the Rock Your Purpose revolution. This is the place to find inspiration and life-changing tools to awaken your authentic self and activate your purpose. Inspirational speaker and international teacher Emily Perry will take you behind the scenes in creating your own purpose revolution. So get ready to rock your purpose, lead your tribe and manifest your vision for your life. Here's your host, Emily Perry. Hey there, welcome back to the Rock Your Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Emily Perry, and I'm so glad you're here. On today's episode, I have a special guest, Molly Mandelberg, and this is another one of those conversations where I really just had such a great time talking to Molly about all the amazing work that she's doing in the world and all the ways that she's really supporting people in rising up into their fullest self. So I can't wait to share this conversation with you. Let me tell you a little bit about Molly real quick. So Molly is the founder of Wild Hearts Rise Up. She is living her dream of traveling the world full time while also running a successful business from wherever she is. She teaches classes, workshops, and retreats all over the world, and she has septupled her list in the last 10 months through her thought leader quiz. And we'll give you a link in the show notes for you to go and take that quiz. It's amazing. After struggling to get her first program really off the ground at 29, she felt like there was a mountain of work ahead of her to begin marketing to a wider audience. And now she runs five powerful online programs, has frequent five-figure months, and she's just this amazing person so i can't wait to introduce you to her her clients are successful coaches healers and emerging thought leaders who are ready to get off the time for money merry-go-round and she helps them craft their deep work into aspiring content and hot copy she helps people master their inner magic and expand beyond the one-to-one work so that they can reach more people make a bigger difference and make more money with ease and so i'm so excited and thrilled to have molly mandelberg here on the show Before we dive in, just a reminder, if you like this episode as you're listening, just take a screenshot of the show and you can tag myself and you can tag Molly in Instagram stories. And so my handle on Instagram is at emilyperry.co and Molly is wild underscore one, O-N-E underscore rising. And tag us, let us know that you like this episode and we'll share it out. Okay, on with the show. All right. Well, welcome to the show, Molly. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm so excited to speak with you. I met you at Michael Neely's event, um, Your Authority Blueprint. And I just remember we were both on this podcast panel and I just really loved all the things that you had to say. And I really felt like there is this connection between the work that you do in the world and Rock Your Purpose podcast and what everyone here is up to. And I don't know if you can just start by, um, they've already heard a little bio about you, but if you could just start about, you know, what led you to the place you are now in your life and your work? Like, how did you get to where you are now? Yeah, um, I think it's a, mainly a combination of staying curious and taking action. I think when we're willing to ask big questions and sort of follow our nose and um, still be in that exploration of what wants to get created, what next step am I willing to take right now, what feels light, what feels fun, mm-hmm. and not put ourselves into a gridlock of maybe needing to feel clear or needing to feel 
like it's the perfect move forward, but still being willing to just take action and show up. I think that is that sort of meandering path of curiosity and taking action has continuously led me to the next beautiful thing, the next um, adventure on my horizon. Yeah, I love that. And so it's like just staying connected to like that inner truth within you. And yeah. so I see you like love to travel and um, really serve people through, you know, retreats and trainings and, and that kind of inner work with people. And so what kind of guided you to this place in your work? Like, did you start out really being interested in um, supporting people in this way? Or like, where did that come from for oh, you? Yeah. It was completely random and organic. I don't think if you told me five years ago or 10 years ago that this is what I would be doing, uh -huh. I don't think I would have believed you at all. Um, when I started my business, I was doing hypnotherapy. And through that curiosity of sort of asking questions and realizing, you know, I'm a fast talker. I'm a, uh, I have a lot to say. Doing hypnosis and going through the induction isn't my favorite thing. Like I uh -huh. love the healing journey and I love the process of uncovering what needs to be uncovered so that we can move into more ease and more joy and more glory in our lives. Um, but the hypnosis part wasn't working for me. So I sort of started navigating into more coaching. And every time I would change my focus, I would develop a new course and a new program and a whole bunch more emails and content and blogs and just all this material that I would keep shifting and recreating. And after a while, I just sort of felt like that was the fun part for me. And it yeah. actually took a friend of mine telling me like, Molly, why don't you help us with that stuff? Like you have such a brilliance with the systems and the technology and the writing. Why don't you help us other coaches and healers who don't have that uh, wordsmithing finesse or that savvy with technology to put the pieces together so that we can have sales funnels and online courses and group programs and things like that as well. And I was like, oh, no, that's the fun part. Nobody's going to pay me for that. And she was like, wait, wait, no, no, that's not it. Um, we really need help with that. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll just try it. And through that, like I said, just saying, okay, that sounds fun. I'll try it. That led to a few clients. That led to a few more referrals. That led to my group programs and online courses starting to sell because I was zeroing in on my actual genius and my strengths. So as I started growing my business and getting more successful, um, I started telling myself, okay, Molly, you got to figure out where you want to live now so you can like put some roots down and really <laughs> make the most of this. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm actually tuning in. Um, we're doing an audio podcast. So you guys can't see me, but I'm in my um, self-converted tiny home sprinter van right now doing this podcast from Austin, Texas. And I oh, met wow. Emily a couple weeks ago in Santa Cruz, California. So we... I mean, I'm totally remote now and that's a dream come true that I get to do my work from wherever I am. Wow. I love that. And so you get to explore. just bring, yeah, bring your work with you and follow your, your bliss in so many ways. Right. Yeah. So, and um, teach classes and workshops wherever I am. And it's, Oh, awesome. I love that. I know a lot of people are really inspired to, I think we're at this place where people are really looking at like lifestyle, right? I think, you know, the last decade before this, it was very much about accomplishment maybe, or, you know, really finding that dream work that we have. But now people are really focusing on, okay, what does my lifestyle actually look like? Meaning like, how, how is my life really um, holding up to this dream that I thought I had? Or is it really, is my dream really this, what I've been doing all this time? Is it my dream maybe to have more of the lifestyle, that live the life that I want to be living? And 
Um, and so when you, when you work with your, your clients and your, um, the people that you work with, how do you help them really tune into, you know, is it their dream or is it, is it someone else's dream that they've been kind of living? Um, I know you do a lot of this kind of work in helping people find their vision. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, I think getting into the question of it, of what are those actual targets? Like, is it traveling more? Is it having more free time with your family? Like getting just really super clear on what those things are that you believe you're desiring more of, and then actually seeing how we can start living into that right now. So, um, you know, when I was thinking about living this lifestyle, I went and test drove an RV and mm -hmm. I got really clear that that's not, that's not actually what I want. That would be practical. It's already built into a house. I wouldn't have mm -hmm. to make it myself, but um, it wouldn't actually be the feeling that I want to create. So I think it's a, it's a combination of being in the question saying, you know, what is it that I'm trying to create? And then seeing how you can start bringing that into the here and now with my clients, when we're talking about having more um, time freedom or whatever, we actually look at the calendar and say, okay, when can we put some of that time freedom in right now? Because if we're just adding more clients to the schedule, if we're just adding more projects to your books, then is that really creating that feeling that you want in the future? How can mm -hmm. we bring that future thing into right now? And what would a leap of faith or an action step moving towards that look like? And then starting to build that feeling in from the get-go. And I think if we have something on the horizon that we think we want and we start getting into the feeling of it, we can find out pretty early on if that's actually resonant for us or not, or if that came from somewhere else. Yes. I love that. And it's like, yeah, how do you want to feel? And then how do we feel that way now and start creating that in the now as opposed to in the future? And yeah. Um, you know, I get a lot of people too, who are, it's like everyone's always, they're waiting for this next thing to then be happy or they're waiting, you know, when I get this one thing, I'll be happy. Or when I, when I finally have that position in this job, or when I finally create that website or whatever it is, then I'll start to, I'll start to give myself more freedom or more time or more space or whatever it is. And it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, we got to start with now and start to weave that into the present so that it can really, um, guide us also in our, our work. And so things can unfold more organically too. So we're feeling the way that we want to feel as opposed to totally waiting for the future to like, <laughs> yeah, because the truth is if we keep waiting for the future, when that thing comes, we're just going to put another target on the horizon for the next future thing and not really take the time to enjoy that moment. If we get in the practice of like acknowledging what we're creating and enjoying the beauty of each moment and what we're, what steps we are taking. I think that acknowledgement and that gratitude and that, like we said, pulling that feeling into the here and now, that's what starts to make it really satisfying when we reach that thing we've been desiring. Cause we've already been feeling yummy about the creation of it. We've already been enjoying the process rather than putting it as this future happiness we're someday going to experience. Yes. I love that. And it's like that attracts it to us faster too. in the law of attraction scheme of things. Oh yeah. So if you're feeling the way you want to feel, then you, you experience more of that feeling or you're also, yeah, become a magnet for that feeling. And then at the same time, it's like, you know, the more we're in those places of like in our joy or in our genius, so to speak, it's like then more of those situations unfold for us to experience more of that. Um, mm -hmm. And so when, <laughs> so I love the fact that like, so 
did it feel really brave for you to like just uproot and start to travel? Like, cause I know that's one of the things that I've heard from some people. It's like to really, to actually do the thing, you know, people talk about it. Like I know people have talked yeah. about like doing what you do, you know, <laughs> yeah. but like to actually I- do it. For me, it didn't feel like that big of a leap because like I said, I've been nomadic for most of the last 11 years since I graduated from college. I started traveling and I'm in Austin right now. Austin, I spent five months in living here without really going anywhere else in 2013. And that was honestly the longest stint I've really stayed put somewhere in my adult life. So (laughs) I didn't have that big of a change to go from kind of staying put somewhere to uprooting but for other people if it feels like a big jump like I'm a big fan of just test it out there are so many vans or RVs or things or you know adventures you can go try out before you dive into saying you know I'm going to sell everything I own and jump into this right away I think there's ways to sort of put one foot in and see how it feels to see Mm -hmm. if it's actually something you want to move forward with and there's also a lot to be said for you know, taking a leap of faith and building your wings on the way down. If you go into some (laughs) crazy lifestyle like this and it's not for you, then that might be part of your hero's journey and figuring out how to get out of it and, you know, put your life together back in a different way. Yeah. Um, And sometimes we need that, like that, that just time to step out of what we've been in too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a lot to be said for the beauty of the journey and the creation that comes when we're willing to do something bold that other people might try to talk us out of, um, that that's part of us becoming who we're supposed to become is that figuring it out part. Nothing's ever perfect or how you think it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's never the way. Yeah. We always have this visualization of like, you know, the idealization of like of how things might look and it's, I mean, what I love about this too is that you really do have to learn along the way. I mean, we do for, for everything. It's like you, you figure it out as you take that step, like each step you take, you figure it out along the way. It's even if, you know, you have this idea of like how it's going to be mapped out, it doesn't always land that way. And, and especially in businesses, like as, as entrepreneurs and as like sole business, like creatives, it's like, you know, we really just have to take those steps to then, um, get clarity on the next steps, you know, and sometimes I get, you know, people who are really want the whole thing mapped out before they'll take that first step. And do you like, so do you find that, um, you know, working with people, like there are some obstacles or some blocks that people have to, to really stepping into their full potential into their genius? When, yeah, when, absolutely. I mean, yeah. there. I think the same concerns with any mentor or guide has people come up with the same concerns of, I don't have enough time or I don't have enough money to invest in myself to take that next step. But a, the biggest one, I think, with the work that I do is that fear of getting visible. Mm-hmm. And there's like so many facets to that diamond of issue. (laughs) Um, Part of it is I'm afraid if I'm visible, then people will judge me. Part of it is I'm afraid if I get more visible, then I'll leave my friends behind. I'll be in a space that I can no longer really connect with people who aren't at that level. Um, All those are valid. Another one is um, when I go that big, I won't recognize myself anymore. 
Like mm-hmm. if I'm going to go and hold the space that's required to have 500 people in a room, that's going to take me being a certain kind of woman that I'm not sure I, I'm like, it, it's terrifying to think of becoming that big of a space that can hold so much more work and so much more impact in the world. Yeah. Um, and part of it is that, can I hold myself accountable to being that person? And part of it is, can I even be that person or will people always know there's this older me inside that is always going to feel like a fraud? I think um, the truth is there will always be someone judging you. We cannot make decisions based on that. And the bigness you're stepping into, you're, you're aware of it because it's already a possibility. So don't mm-hmm. shy away from something that's already kind of an inevitability. If you're willing to just go there, you're going to go there. And the fact that we feel like frauds is just proof that we're, um, we're empathic. We're like there being human beings and every human has doubts. But if we can move beyond that fear, there is so much more contribution that we can step into and be in this world and I mean, I'm standing in the same place, you know, further beyond than someone just starting out in business, obviously, but there's a bigger level to my leadership and to my growth and it scares the crap out of me too. And I'm taking baby steps every day to move Mm -hmm. towards that, whether that's my inner alignment or whether that's my outer business model, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really aligning internally with that vision and, and, uh, and knowing that, yeah, we all go through those like those growing pains. So we talk a lot about some those uh, those inner limits, those inner barriers to growth that you just you know spoke about on this podcast. And um, I know yeah. you also have a podcast, and yes, um, we'll do. talk about that in just a moment. But because um, I love this is one of my favorite topics, talking about like these inner barriers to expansion and growth. And um, and you sort of touched on this idea of like trusting ourselves to show up in that way and that, that self-doubt that develops um, over like time. And part of what I've seen is, you know, people have stopped listening to themselves for so much. They start to not trust their own intuitive guidance. Mm-hmm. And so what do you find is helpful for people? Like, so if you have somebody like say one of our listeners, like, you know, they're in this place where they're hearing that call to step into something bigger, but they want to develop like that, that, that kind of muscle for like that expanding into that person that could be in front of 500 people or whatever it is. Um, So what are some of like, do you have a couple words of advice maybe for people who are in that situation? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, one, which I sort of touched on, it's possible that we feel like we're going to leave our people behind. There Mm -hmm. are people who will hold you in that bigness. So number one, pay attention to who you're surrounding yourself with. I'm Mm -hmm. not one that's going to say kick out the friends who can't hold space for you, but do find people who will pull either pull you up from beyond your level or Mm -hmm. who will celebrate you every step of the way. Because when we're willing to go first, we're actually creating a space of possibility for other people to choose greater, more joy, more success, more um, like bliss, more expansion. Mm -hmm. But also, I'm a really big fan of, I mean, I'm a writer. So I use journaling a lot. And for me, as a spiritual person, I use journaling as my way of communicating with my guides or my highest self or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're willing to do that kind of introspection, whether you're writing or whether you're just talking to yourself and recording it, some sort of a daily like self introspection time, 
that you start to get trued up to what's real and you can come back into alignment. You start to realize, especially when you're writing it down on a page, that most of those things where you're doubting yourself are just lies. Anywhere mm-hmm. you're telling yourself you're not enough or that you can't or that you shouldn't, those are just lies. And they're lies that we've been sold, whether they're from our parents or from society, the programming that we've been born into, but none of it is actually true. And if you start to tap into your real voice, however you want to do that, through meditation, through writing, through speaking more, whatever it is, then you start to get trued up and realize that you can be that person and it's just a matter of choice. And if you notice what what things are limiting you that are rattling around in your brain when you write them down, they look different. They start to be more obviously the, the mind talking mm-hmm. itself down an old neural pathway. And once you see that, you can create new ones. Journaling is my best way of um, rewriting the story. So for example, I had a interesting lover relationship end recently. And in everywhere I started finding myself journaling about him, I would change the script and say, this is what I do want to experience. This is what I do want to feel. This is what I know is possible. This is the kind of relationship I would love to be in and cultivate. And just changing the way I'm talking about it, where I could stew and roil and fester about something negative, I can mm-hmm. also just as easily flip the script and write the story of how I want it to be instead. And we can do that with our growth as well. This is the person I want to become. This is the energy I want to hold space for. This is the, the place I see my business going to. And just giving yourself that time to envision, envision the feeling, envision the setting, envision the change. And um, that, in my opinion, is your inner highest self or your, your guidance coming through. Oh, I love that. And it's so funny because I'm listening to you speak. And I know on this, maybe a long time ago on this podcast, we had some episodes about um, uh, mantra and the power of, of the mind in that way. And like the power of mantra and like what you're speaking to this idea of journaling things out and re- creating a new neural pathway. We can do that with mantra as well with, um, with the chanting practice. And then also, <laughs> I love this because it's like, um, there's this, the Yoga Sutras, which is a text I, t- I teach from every once in a while here on the show, but also in my yoga teacher trainings. And there is a sutra that says cultivate the opposite. So it's exactly what you're speaking to, this idea of like, okay, I'm going to cultivate what I want to create as opposed to you know, cultivating what I'm, I'm actually trying to leave behind by focusing on it so much, you know? Yeah. It's such powerful work, that journaling. It's a great idea. Um, and so when you, so you have your own podcast. Do you want to tell us a little bit about um, your show and um, yeah. how that's impacted like your, your reach too, also just like on a business perspective? Yeah, absolutely. So my podcast is called Tactical Magic Podcast, mm-hmm. and its subheading is the Business Strategy Podcast for the Warrior Goddess Entrepreneur. And I'll just have a caveat there that says it's also very applicable to men, and it's also very applicable to people who are not in the entrepreneurial space. Mm-hmm. There's probably 25 or 30% of the episodes have anything to do with business. A lot of the times it's just me nerding out on another healing modality or a uh, concept that I think is helpful to people in their journey of expansion. Mm-hmm. It's really focusing on um, what are the tools, what are the mentors, what are the steps we can take to set ourselves free and to expand into the possibilities we know are there for us. Um, and it's been such a fun addition to my business. I'm Like I said earlier, I'm, I'm a content creator. Like that is my yeah. passion. I love 
writing and I love making things and I love making experiences for people to have and engage with. But the feedback that I've gotten from my podcast on its own as an offering out to the world has been like miles beyond anything else I've ever created. There was a small time I took a little hiatus last year because life was just too busy. And I was like, I can't keep up with it. I'm just going to take a little break. And mm-hmm. I had people coming out of random places. I'd never even met them. As far as they're bringing in business, yeah. I mean, the the way people end up working with me one-on-one or in my group programs, in general, they've been on my list and receiving like nurturing content from me, mm-hmm. usually for three to six months. And a lot of those get onto the list through the podcast or through other um, social media type marketing stuff. But yeah, it's an amazing way to just build your reach and build your audience and get the ear of the people who already resonate with you. And I think it builds a a kind of trust that no like and trust factor can Mm -hmm. be built through a podcast so much easier than through other mediums where people are more inundated, like their inbox or on their newsfeed or whatever the case may be. Oh yeah. It's such a powerful way to connect and build community um, and that's what I love about like, yeah, having this podcast. I mean, this podcast has been through a few incarnations. This is our third title. Like it started out as the essence of yoga podcast. Then it was the inner shift podcast. And then now we're at rock your purpose. And, um, the community has like stuck with us and grown as we've grown. And I love how, yeah, being in people's ears is like, we become, it's like, we're, we're together when you're on a walk or we're together when you're in the car. And so, um, I can't wait to, you know, have everybody to to go to the show notes. So you guys can just go to the show notes here. You'll see a links, obviously, to all of Molly's um, places where you can find her. But you can find a link to her podcast there. You can just kind of go down, binge listen <laughs> to her episodes and get caught up on on all the happenings over there. Um, and so I would love to talk to you as we start to wrap up the show too. Um, just in terms of you know, you spoke to this idea of traveling and, you know, getting, I love this idea too, of just like, you know, getting out of the norm, like the, the patterns that people have in their life, like switching things up a little bit. So you get a little perspective and start to feel the way you want to feel. And I know you do like lead live experiences with people and like retreats and stuff like that. And, um, I was just wondering like what the power of that kind of work, like the live work. I mean, I know we're on the digital age here all to, you know, connecting digitally, but I really find that there's so much power of being together live in person. And um, I don't know if you want to speak a little bit to that, to like the experience that people have with you live in your retreats and workshops and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big proponent of, um, getting getting into action getting things done so and also obviously tapping into the magic and getting clear on what what's possible Mm -hmm. so i try to create workshops and classes and experiences where people can both feel like they're in action and they're supported and know what to do and how to create things that are powerful and um juicy i like to say sing the heart song of their soulmate clients Find out ways to actually start implementing and taking action, especially the people who find themselves, you know, stuck in procrastination or stuck not knowing what the next right, quote unquote, right step is to take next. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a lot of um, experiential stuff where we're actually taking action on creating. And then there's also a lot of um, looking within. I know some people have to be put into a setting to um, actually look at their stuff or journal at all and look at what their vision really is. But um, 
I am a big fan of guided meditations and visualizations that help us tap into that heart space and then going into the creation process from there with as much ease and as much flow as possible. There's something about the live model that has an opportunity for a sense of community and Mm -hmm. for that collective consciousness of creation. There's so much you can do alone in a room sitting there as a solopreneur or anyone who's trying to be creative, but there's something, there's like this tidal wave of energy that happens when a group is creating together that it's almost impossible not to have new brilliant ideas and downloads and um, new like waves of energy come over you to create something beautiful. So I really love facilitating that kind of space. Um, I don't have another retreat on the horizon right now, but if you stay tuned with me, stay on the Tactical Magic Podcast or check out my website, Mm -hmm. wildheartsriseup.com, all the newest events will be posted on there so you can check them out. Awesome. And of course, all of the places will be linked um, in the show notes for you. And then so on Instagram, what's your handle on Instagram just so people can follow you over there as well? Yeah, it's wild underscore one, which is spelled out O-N-E underscore rising, wild underscore one underscore rising. Oh, I love it. Yay. Well, it's yeah. been so great to have you on the show. Do you have, okay, you so, 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 okay, before we, before we sign off, because I'm having such a great time talking to you, but before you sign off, what is the best way for people to like stay connected to you and like um, your work and your vibe? Like, where do you hang out the most virtually anyway? Yeah, I'm, I post almost every day on Instagram and I also am big on Facebook. So wildheartsriseup.com or Facebook.com slash wildheartsriseup is on there. Um, Also, just being on my list, my email list is a place where I drop lots of juicy stuff that you can't get anywhere else. It doesn't go on my blog. It doesn't often go on my podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you just check out my website, there's a really fun quiz on there. Um, I also teach people how to make quizzes for their business. There's a really fun quiz on there where you can find out what level of thought leader you are and you get a really juicy tarot reading and uh, archetype to step into and stuff like that. So that's the best way to stay in the loop with me. But obviously Instagram is a fun way to stay connected too. Awesome. And thank you so much for being here. And you guys don't forget to take a screenshot of this episode as you're listening to it and go ahead. You can tag Molly there and you can tag me as well at emilyperry.co. And because we, we would just love to hear you listening to this episode and seeing your takeaways um, from this episode as well. And of course, all the places to reach Molly will be, you know, in the show notes. Um, and well, it's been such a joy to have you on the show. And thank you for all these great just like tips and, and ways to really support, you know, people rising up <laughs> into yeah. their, their leadership. I mean, I love like your wild hearts rise up, right? It's like perfect. <laughs> really yes, like so supporting people in that. So um, it's been great to have you on here and I can't wait to connect with you soon. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me and thanks everyone for listening. Woo. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Ciao for now. Wow, I just loved talking to Molly. And I'm so glad I got to share her with you here on the show. Of course, you can just head to the show notes and get all the relative links to all of Molly's amazing work. You can also find that 
that quiz that I mentioned earlier in the intro and so much more information about her. So you can just head to the show notes page for this episode and you'll find the link to that um, wherever you're listening to this episode. This episode is brought to you by my new online course, Activate Your Magic. It's a supercharged masterclass all about activating your essence and stepping into your magic. So I heard from so many people when they're trying to get ready for 2020 that they just really had a hard time getting into action or they didn't really feel connected to their own essence, their own prana, their own energy, and they didn't really even know what was possible for them in this next 2020 year and this new decade, right? So it's a new year, new decade. And so I created Activate Your Magic to help you get activated, to help you stand in your magic, to stand in your essence, to light you up and inspire you and connect you to your own power. And so that you can step into this year and this decade ready to go and really knowing what that purpose is for you right from the inside. So we'll cover, you know, how honoring your journey helps you heal in this workshop. You'll also learn about how and why taking a stand for and connecting with your essence is essential and becoming a magnet for abundance and prosperity, how reclaiming your dreams and your vision activates your purpose and so much more. So there's an activation ritual in this amazing workshop and I can't wait to share it with you. So Activate Your Magic includes the Honor and Heal Masterclass, which is a video training, and also the Activate Your Magic Transmission video training. And in addition, you get the Activate Your Magic guidebook and Facebook group support. So I can't wait to see you over there. You can head to emilyperryyoga.com slash magic, get in, and I'll see you there.